Okay, Sociology 110 people, we're going to talk about Thomas Sowell's article called The Crusade Against Walmart. As I mentioned in class, this article is the nail. The hammer is Fox, Piven, and Stieglitz. And your next assignment, I'm going to ask you to hit Sowell's argument over the head with the other two articles. Sowell here is an exemplar of what you would call free market economic theory. So as we go through his piece, hopefully you'll see where the assumptions of free market theory actually get us. So in the first paragraph, he brings up a question that uh, in the New York Times, there was an article that said, can't a retail behemoth pay more? And he said, uh, of course, they, they, Walmart could pay its employees more, but why should they? And actually, he's right. Their obligation is not to pay their employees a living wage. Their obligation is legally just to their shareholders. In fact, that's why you need a government to set a minimum wage, because it's not in the interest of any company to pay their workers more money. In fact, it's in their interest to pay their workers as little money as possible, and we can't expect them to act otherwise. To do so would be basically economic suicide. So it's not up to Walmart to pay its employees more. It's up to us as a society to insist that anyone who works full-time makes a certain amount of money. That's all there is to it. So... Um, he brings up the idea of an obligation to treat his employees better, and this is ridiculous. As an example, he says this, For decades, there has been lofty talk about the social responsibility of businesses or about a social contract between the generations when it comes to Social Security. Do you remember signing any such contract? I don't. So when he says that, he's basically using the idea of methodological empiricism. Since uh, such a contract doesn't actually physically exist, we don't have any obligation to anybody. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in a society where no one has any obligations to anyone but themselves. But this is the idea behind free market economic theory. The idea behind free market economic theory is that we're all individuals and we're responsible for ourselves. And to be responsible for other people is to turn those people into lazy, shiftless bums. I don't know about you, but I got my first job 15 minutes after I was born, went right from the womb into a high-paying good job. And so any American should be willing and able to do that. Okay? So we don't have an obligation to anybody or other generations. And anyone who says otherwise is, according to Thomas Howell, a busybody. That's the lofty term he uses. I wish he would improve his vocabulary, but that's a different topic. Okay. Uh, all right. So, in order to make such, he writes this, in order to make such demands look more than just the arbitrary notions of bodies, which they are, some of these busybodies refer to the official poverty level if it were something based on as if it were something objective rather than what it is in fact, simply an arbitrary line based on the notion of government bureaucrats. 
um, he's right. We talked about this in class. It is basically arbitrary, but it's completely arbitrary on the low end. No one could possibly live on that number. If it's not completely arbitrary, it should be based on how much it takes a person to earn in order to live for a year and live decently and without being dirt poor. But Sowell has no interest in subtleties of argument like that. Okay. Then he writes, according to New York Times, Walmart's average employee earns an income that is above the poverty line for a family of three, but below the poverty line for a family of four. What are we supposed to include from this? So then he talks about how they found a Walmart employee who complains he's not making, quote, a living wage. And then Sowell writes, how is he living if he's not making a living wage? So for Sowell, as long as you're breathing, as long as you're living, you're fine. This is a definition of poverty that I've never heard of. And quite frankly, the fact that this guy has a job at Stanford University confuses me. <laughs> I don't think he should have a job anywhere with his way of thinking. Uh, anyway, he writes, should people be paid according to what they need instead of according to what their work is worth? When he says that, he's assuming that the market determines wages and that you're paid on the basis of how much your work is worth. These are all aspects of free market economic theory. Then he writes, let's see, nor are they confined to Walmart for life. For many entry-level jobs are a stepping stone, whether within a given company or his experience that gets him a better job with another company. I think all of you know from experience that that's not true. Usually, if you have a low-paying job at a large company, um, if anything, you're stigmatized as a person with no skills at all, rather than being groomed for a better position with this with the company. Um, what else does he have to say here? <laughs> Ultimately, it is only wealth that can reduce poverty. <laughs> and most of the intelligentsia have no interest whatsoever in finding out what actions and policies increase the national wealth. Well, there's no such thing as national wealth. As we've so seen in class, wealth inequality is a big deal. Just because the nation as a whole generates a lot of money, that doesn't say anything about how the money is distributed. Okay? So basically, Sal's assuming that you can always upgrade your skills. He talks about that in here. Actually, I should have mentioned that. Let's see if I can find it. Yes. So people are supposed to be able to upgrade their skills if they want a better job, that their jobs are based on the market, and that it's no one's business except for the companies, how much they pay people. So it should be pretty clear how he can use Stiglitz and Fox Piven to argue against Sowell and use them to say that they would certainly disagree with his argument and why they would. Okay, I hope this was helpful, and I would appreciate any feedback you could give me. Thank you very much, and I was going to say we'll talk soon, but this isn't really talking, is it? 
Oh well, I'll help anyway. Bye bye. <laughs>